This is The Widow Podcast and I am Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I'll be supporting you through the loss of your life partner so you can find a more positive way through your grief. I want to give you hope after loss and to know that when you are ready, you can create a meaningful life for yourself with the help of me, Karen Sutton and The Widow Podcast. Hello and welcome. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about guilt in grief. Guilt is very natural and common in our grieving journey, yet it can feel incredibly heavy. It's something that can keep us stuck in a place of discomfort for a very long time, and we really wonder how we are ever going to move through it. Feeling that we will carry these feelings of guilt for the rest of our lives. It's the constant unwanted companion to grief. Like I say, it's very natural. However, it often comes from the irrational part of our brain. Unless, of course, your guilt is rooted in something very real, though it's not often. And I'll explain why. We beat ourselves up for something we did or didn't do, something we said or didn't say, for not being enough, for not being able to save our person. We feel guilt for surviving. We feel guilty for feeling guilt. It is relentless. And we can continue with the shoulda, woulda, couldas forever if we wanted to. However, that doesn't necessarily serve us in a good way. We want to be able to release the feelings of guilt to learn from them, to move through them, and take those steps forward with some peace in our hearts. And again, it takes time. Everything takes time. But it all starts with that awareness, that acknowledgement around your guilt. Is it rooted in something real? Did you actually say or do something that you now regret? And you spend a lot of your time beating yourself up for this. In these situations, it's really important to remember that we are human and often we are placed in situations of high stress in life and our emotions get the better of us. And when emotions are high, intellect is low. We react in a situation, we don't respond. And when we react, sometimes it's not in the best thought out way. We say and do things that we don't really mean that can be quite hurtful because we're hurting, we're upset, we're angry, we're frustrated. But what's important is that we understand that we were doing our best at the time. We can't expect ourselves to be perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. We all behave in ways that may not be fully aligned with who we are at our core and the kind of person that we want to be in life. That's life. That's the reality of it. It's owning those things. It's letting go of that idea of being perfect. It's forgiving yourself for maybe reacting in a situation that you're maybe not now so proud of, but that you recognize at the time you were going through something, you were feeling something, and you were releasing that. And then what can you learn from it? Come from a place of compassion, not criticism. You're a human. And if somebody else was to tell you that's a way they had behaved in a place in their lives, 
what would your advice be to them? And reflect that advice onto yourself. Give yourself some grace. And often we reflect back and we think about situations with the gift of hindsight, knowing what was going to happen. But we didn't have that information at the time. We didn't know then what we know now. And to go back and criticize ourselves for behaving in a way and not having the knowledge then that we do now is unkind and it's unhelpful. So if it is rooted in something real, give yourself some compassion, give yourself some grace. What can you learn from it? What can you take forward from that? And how can you forgive yourself for it, knowing that you were doing the best that you could with the knowledge and the resources that you had at the time? Now, if your guilt perhaps isn't rooted in something real and it has come from that irrational part of your brain, there's a reason we do this. We like to feel like we have a sense of control over our lives. Because if we don't feel that we have that, we have to admit that we live in a world that is unpredictable and chaotic. And that doesn't make us feel very safe. We like to think we have a sense of order, of structure. We know what's going to happen. We plan ahead. We plan our lives. And we assume that those things are going to happen the way we planned them. And when they don't, it's very hard for us to recognize the fact that the world is unpredictable. Things can happen to us that we're not expecting, that we haven't planned, that are actually very tragic. So in order for us to feel like we do have some control over these unpredictable events, we put ourselves at the center of it and we lay blame with something that we have or haven't done, said or didn't say, that could maybe have changed the course of events that followed. That brings us some comfort in some way. But when we can really learn to accept that we have very little control over a lot of things in life, we are able to release some of that guilt and understand that we perhaps couldn't have changed the course of events. We can spend a lot of time saying, what if I'd done this? What if I'd done that? What if I'd said this? What if I'd done it differently? And it's good practice sometimes to change the what if to even if. Understanding that even if you had done something differently, the outcome would probably still have been the same because you had very little control over that outcome. That was not down to you. There's also a belief that our guilt attaches us to our pain. Our pain attaches us to our person. And without any pain, that means we are healed. We are no longer grieving. We no longer love our person. And that's scary for us because we don't want to not love our person. Grief has to equal pain. And if we allow ourselves to move forward through that pain and create a life for ourselves that can feel good again, we make that mean something it doesn't mean. We make that mean that our loss has diminished in some way. We're minimizing it in some way. That our love for our person has lessened and no longer exists, and that we are no longer connected to our person. We are no longer in grief. So attaching ourselves to our guilt, to our pain, it can keep us stuck because we have placed a meaning on that that isn't true. We have to be very careful of the stories we tell ourselves. So when you are thinking about the things you are guilty of, you perceive yourself to be guilty of, ask yourself, 
Is it 100% true? Is this story fact? Is there no other way that there could be any other possibility or any other truth around this scenario that I have in my mind? Because most of the time, it will not be 100% true. It will not be fact. There will be other stories. There will be other ways of looking at it. You'll be able to come at it from a different angle, view it through a different lens. But first, we've got to acknowledge what the guilt is and what we're feeling sorry for. Then we need to talk about it. Share it with somebody that you trust, that you know will listen. And this can feel hard because often when we say to somebody that we feel guilty about something, they will just cast it aside and say, oh, you don't need to feel guilty. You, you shouldn't feel guilty. It wasn't your fault. Don't do that. But actually, it's not something we can just turn off because it's a part of our grief. It's a natural response to our loss. And there's a reason why we feel that way. And it's okay. If we could just stop it, that'd be great. But sadly, we can't. So finding someone you can talk to about your guilt and share that with so that you're not attaching shame to it. When we keep things secret, when we keep them in, we then create shame around them because we feel like they're wrong. And when we create shame around something, we're unable to move through it. So acknowledge it, release it, talk about it, and you release that shame. You're setting that free. And that is the first step in moving through it. Question it. Is it true? Is it fact? Could there be another way? Change what if to even if and acknowledge that the outcome would probably still have been the same. Learn to forgive yourself. So important that we work on forgiveness in our journeys. We're human beings. We're always doing our best at the time. And the fact that you feel this guilt is testament to the fact that you loved your person so much. Because if we didn't care for the person that we'd lost so much, chances are we wouldn't attach that guilt to it. The reason we do that is because we did love our person so much. It's very easy to look back with hindsight and recognize the things we feel we didn't do well enough, the things that we should have said, the things that we could have changed. And these can become our focal point. But actually, all that does is detract from all the things that we did do, that we did say, that were enough, that did support our person. And there's going to be so many more of those things that stand out. Write it all down if you have to. Write down everything that you did for your person, everything you said that made them feel loved, all the care you gave them, all the good times you shared, all the memories that you created the life that you had together. There's going to be so many amazing things. There's going to be so many moments you will recognize that will help you see that there was so much love between you. Not to make it perfect, not to put your relationship or your person on a pedestal. Remember, none of us are perfect. Nothing is perfect. We all have bad days. We all have moments that aren't as great as we expect them to be. That's the reality of life. But don't take that to mean that you weren't good enough because you absolutely were. You were doing your best. So change the narrative. Look for all the good that you did and recognize the reason you feel so guilty is because you would love to have an element of control over the outcome, but you couldn't have done. It was out of your control. Acknowledge that. Share that with somebody. 
and change the story, change the meaning that you're attaching to the things that you believe weren't good enough, because it will make you feel a whole lot lighter. It's going to reduce your suffering and it's going to help you take those steps forward while still loving your person, while still grieving your person. It's also important to recognize that even if you had done things differently, you probably would still feel guilt. In one of my group sessions, there was about eight of us and we were talking about guilt in widowhood. And one of the ladies in the group had shared her story of guilt because when her husband had died, they'd had to to decide to turn the life support machines off and they had two sons And this lady had decided to stay at home with her two sons whilst the life support machines were turned off and her husband had died. She made that choice because she wanted to support her children and she believed that her husband was no longer there at the time. However, in her grief, she felt incredibly guilty that she wasn't with her husband when he died. She felt she'd let him down and wasn't there to support him through that time in his life to his death. There was another lady in the same group who had shared that her husband had died at home. Her son didn't want to be there when his dad died. So she chose to be with her husband, to hold his hand through his death, and wasn't there for her son, which in her grief, she feels incredibly guilty about. She feels she should have supported her son and focus on the living, not on the dying. Now, this was such an interesting conversation because both ladies were able to see that whatever choice you make, you will find something in that choice to feel guilty about because the ending is not a happy ending and you would like things to have been different. But recognizing sometimes that whatever your choices, whatever you decide to do in these situations, you will attach some guilt to it because that's what we do. It's a natural part of our grieving process. We are taking our grief forward with us. We are not moving away from it. It changes, it evolves, but it's not about forgetting. We continue to love, we continue to grieve but we are able to release the guilt. If you know somebody that is feeling guilty for some aspect of their grief, their loss around their person, please do encourage them to listen to this episode and help them make sense of why their guilt is there. Thank you so much for listening to The Widow Podcast with me, Karen Sutton. If you would like to be part of a supportive community of people who understand your grief, come and join my free Facebook group, Widowed and Rising, and make sure you tune in to the next episode of The Widow Podcast. Podcast.